Oh, I had a fun morning because I, for, I forgot that this happened. So you we were talking about me. <laughs> well, it's my turn because your story was boring. I wish that I could do that with like coworkers. <laughs> your story sucked, actually. So let me let me go. It's what my mom does to me. <laughs> it's what my therapist does to me. I call her out on it all the time. I'm like, well, I guess we're done with that conversation. <laughs> Very good. I, I would never have the strength of self and consciousness to ever do that to my parents. <laughs> you don't have that kind of relationship. I could, I could not do that with my parents. <laughs> my mom would take it so deeply deeply personally if i did something like that (laughs) anyway my story was that i forgot my keys at work yesterday and i didn't want to leave them on my desk all day so i biked back to the office this morning at 7 a.m to pick them up and i came back home your keys for what my apartment and my car and my bike yeah it sounds like that was a need yeah i had spares for all of them but i'd rather not leave that on my desk despite the fact that i'm probably going in tomorrow welcome to a new edition well first of all you're well first of all you're wrong let me take it from you here why to a new edition of we ain't seen nothing yet your court appointed you must listen to game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen and you will get one hour of community service I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Wes. All right, now we have to make sure that this episode runs for an hour. Lee? (laughs) Do you want me to say my full name? It's up to you. I don't know. Honestly, it's weird. I don't know what you actually want to be called. I've always been like, whenever someone says, oh, what do you prefer, Wes or Wesley? I always say, I don't really care. I respond to either. And that's Everyone always acts like that is the most unsatisfactory answer. <laughs> like, they don't want the choice to be in their hands. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because I like consistent. The reason that I primarily call you Wes is because my childhood friend's name was Wesley, and I called him Wesley. And I don't like to conflate the two of you in his, Ethan. In his memory. Yeah, you don't know anybody else. That was me. <laughs> uh off pot i'm gonna tell you what happened to that guy that's depressing <laughs> so last week i quizzed you on the movie killed by daryl um yeah he's consumed and became a part <laughs> of the omni best friend <laughs> in daryl's womb <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm just having daryl co- daryl has this really cool ability where he can take on all of the personality traits and positive qualities of people that he eats in full uh, so I'm just trying to get him to consume. I'm trying to cultivate a group of friends so that Daryl could eat them all, and I only need one friend. <laughs> Kira's the long con. Mm. <laughs> He'll have all the best qualities of a wife <laughs> and friend. Finally, a wife who's also your friend. <laughs>
I'm very boomer-esque in that I think <laughs> that a wife cannot also be a friend. She's just a tool in your in your toolbox. Uh, just a just another deduction on my tax form, really. <laughs> uh, fucked up that people do that, though. Did I ever tell you about how I tweeted one time about how I asked Takara uh, if she was she would be fine if I took over all of the financial <laughs> aspects of our relationship. And then a friend of hers who I haven't met <laughs> DM'd yeah. her about it. And it was like, this is fucked up. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> but it's an important question to ask in any relationship. I am in charge of all of our <laughs> You're in charge of the checkbook? I'm in charge of the checkbook. I keep it in a locked box. I hand her cash when she's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't I don't mess with credit cards. It's a, I, I prefer fiat currency. <laughs> Something that you can lick your finger and roll out a few bills to hand to your lady. Exactly. Very George Jetson of me. And then she, t- she takes the wallet and I'm left with $20. <laughs> Uh-oh. There goes the wife. I know that's his daughter, but still. What is it? Nope. Men in Black 3. Uh, that's more of the energy we needed for the start of this episode. Uh, so I quizzed you on this movie. You were so ready to be quizzed on it. You You texted me all throughout your watch of this movie. I am certain this is a movie that you forgot everything about the day after you watched it. No, I was... Because I watched it yesterday morning, which was going to be the day that we recorded. I was like, shit, there goes my advantage for the bonus questions. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I really got to lock in these memories. I got to (laughs) remember. I can't tell you names. I couldn't tell you names when I was watching the movie. <laughs> I can't keep track. The name I think Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy, is it Tommy Lee Jones? It's Tommy Lee Jones. That's his yeah. Name. Tommy Lee Jones is K. That's I cor- think he's K. That's correct. Is uh, what's her name? Who's the boss now? Uh, Nanny Who's McPhee. <laughs> yeah, Nanny McPhee is is she Agent O? Okay. When I see two white people, I'm like, okay. I can't tell you what Will Smith's like. (laughs) (laughs) The main character of the movie could not tell you his name. No. (laughs) Now it's bothering me that I don't know this actress's name. Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah. I kept almost saying Tessa Thompson. I'm like, that is (laughs) not right. (laughs) Well, it's actually not the most incorrect guess you could have, though. But it's pretty far off. It's pretty wrong, but (laughs) Tessa Thompson is an actor who appears in the Men in Black series, so. Oh, is she in Men in Black International? She is in Men in Black. She's the main character in Men in Black International. (laughs) And I like that movie considerably less. Not to her fault. Um, The jokes don't work. Maybe you would disagree. Maybe you'd like that movie slightly more. I have no idea. I asked you why you hadn't seen this movie and what happens in it. Uh, I gave you a point for your answer. 
just for the general vibes of not watching the first one, just thinking it was fine, thinking that the sequels probably wouldn't be worth the time, and that it involved some insidious alien plot to destroy the world. Uh, also, that Tommy Lee Jones' role is much smaller in this movie. <laughs> so small. This man does not want to stand anymore. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a single scene where he's standing up in this movie, does he? He's very uh, he old. He does stand. <laughs> but only, I think, ten minutes cumulatively in this movie as he's standing. Mm-hmm. Just to add something, you mentioned that Will Smith was going to be training someone as the veteran. Not the plot of this movie. You'd think it might be the plot of the second movie, considering how the first one ended. Uh, That woman, again, not in the second movie. Uh, He does not have a new partner in the second movie. That dynamic never changes. Whatever. (laughs) I I guess I just don't really care. I know (laughs) I say that a lot jokingly, but in this case, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) I really just don't. Uh, I asked you how Jay explains away the first uh, fallen flying saucer. You got that wrong. I asked you some of the symptoms of accidentally traveling through time. You got that right. You didn't get the craving correct. Uh, It's normal WebMD conditions that could apply to anything wrong with you, which are a headache, uh, trouble seeing. You said he was craving cheeseburger, much like a early aughts internet cat. Uh, I was going to say wimpy. From the Popeye movie. Also correct. Not from the Popeye comics, though. Just the Popeye movie. Mm-hmm. Wimpy in the comics, well known for his love of cocaine. I'll happily pay you Tuesday <laughs> for a line of coke today. <laughs> Classic Wimpy line. That should be a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> we need to make edgy Popeye merch. <laughs> like how... How much? Uh, we'll we'll put Popeye on steroids. That's that's an easy fix. <laughs> there's like a there's there's a gross drug culture overlap niche with Popeye. I think that hasn't been taken over yet. True. There's like the weird patriotic, like nationalistic, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, taking over of Popeye. But there hasn't really been the druggy culture. Yeah. There's of course Christian Sonic large portion of that fan base for some reason yeah but when are we gonna see the popeye bob marley (laughs) mesh (laughs) olive oil with the jamaican flag behind her smoking a huge blunt he has a can of spinach that's open but it has a marijuana And it has like that bong like thing that comes out. Pluto's just doing <laughs> heroin in the back. He'd be on roids, roid rage. Yeah, it makes more sense. But he needs to mellow out. He he, he confidently balances steroids and heroin. Olive oil would definitely be the heroin addict based on how fucking skinny he is. That does make more sense. Looking like fucking Skinny Pete from Breaking Bad. (laughs) So coming out of open-ended questions, you have one and a half points. Okay. Multiple choice. You got your New Zealand actor correct. It is Jermaine. Do you want to talk about Jermaine's performance? 
I have nothing to say other than he's so fucking bad in this movie. <laughs> what a total miscast. Like, I could see him... This role would be fine for him if it was just like a... If it wasn't the central villain. He does a fine job playing a campy men in black alien mm-hmm. character. But... I can't, it it doesn't hold my attention. The script really tries to make him too menacing, which is, I think, a character Jermaine can't really do. No. Because they, they, <laughs> took, they took any comedy away from what he could have brought to the role. Uh-huh. There is a little bit of comedy in it, and every time that it happened, I was like, oh, Jermaine probably just app <laughs> but i like to see him i guess before he blew up in 2012 yeah <laughs> definitely before, before he, he blew up <laughs> after what we do in the shadows the movie <laughs> um what game did k used to play with his dad uh you did incorrectly guess last rights which i I have to pat myself on the back for coming up with that one. Yeah. It's uh, the last meal. or mm-hmm. What would you eat yeah. for your last meal? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what uh, what I, what anybody picked. And I don't remember why. <laughs> I don't remember why. You, this, this is the real question that I want to ask. What would you eat for your last meal? Um, you can hit me with three courses. I gotta courses. say I'm stuck between... Popcorn and um, a, a a a a double or triple butter burger from Louis Char Dogs, a couple never, blocks away from me. I've never been. You didn't take me there, you coward. No, I jokingly did offer it, but it is uh. It is a place where the burgers are just so greasy that I've thrown up from eating. <laughs> so that's why it would be a last meal. You wouldn't have to worry right. about the consequences. Right. Just the, enjoy, just the joy. <laughs> oh, eating the burger that someone just blows your brains out. <laughs> Frankly, how I want to go. And what's your last meal? Um, let's see. Appetizer. And it can't be Tommy Lee Jones. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go with. Gonna start with a soup. Egg drop soup. <laughs> Gonna go <laughs> with popcorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then die. No. Yeah. Egg drop soup, entree, chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes, side of chashu. And then for dessert, some kind of cheesecake. Haven't decided that yet. Don't let me die today because I need to figure out what cheesecake I'm going to eat before I die. Okay, for me, it would if I can have the three courses, then I would pick cheese curds, mm-hmm. fish fry. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
And then I don't typically eat desserts, but it would probably be an entire carton of ice cream or um, a baker's dozen of just plain chocolate donuts. That it would be a really awesome dessert to eat before you die. (laughs) Because donuts have a fun quality where they feel light because they've been fried. Uh Uh-huh. And you can just push them down your gullet. (laughs) Detachable head alien does not work at a wig shop. I'm not sure if we even know where he works. (laughs) I assumed he worked at that bowling alley. It didn't just seem like a place where he was hanging out. He definitely was. He was just on a lane with a friend. (laughs) Let me tell you what. If I worked at a dead bowling alley, me and my buddy would just be bowling there. Me and my ultra friend, who I fed all (laughs) my other friends, would be bowling all day long. Well... I've been to a dead bowling alley. There's one in Oregon. No one ever goes there for bowling. They go for there for the bar because they have a shot called butt sex. And so funny. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, when the bowling alley's dead, the lights are off. <laughs> and it just collects goes dust. Home. Yeah. I just like bowling. Okay, I like it. I like butt sex. Just the drink. <laughs> Just the drink. Right, like right, right. <laughs> right, right. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what event do the boys need to go to to save the Earth in the summer of 1969? You were correct. It's Cape Canaveral. Yep. And they also come up with more space stuff. I came up with a space thing, but you were correct. And that it was not that uh, I, I don't think the studio that owned this movie also owned Star Trek. Yes. Maybe they own Spaceballs. Maybe that maybe they maybe the boys go to watch the filming of S- Mel Brooks Spaceballs. Yes. A full like 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then finally, what song does Kay sing along to that denotes that he has changed? Oh, no. You don't remember? All right. You chose Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. A smart choice by me to reference Back to the Future and a smart choice of the movie to not do to reference Back to the Future. Uh, the correct... You said your second guess is Single Ladies. It was also not Single Ladies, but I do wish that it was. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer was Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. Oh. The one that goes, that's when Will Smith... Yeah, I know the song. Is. I don't think you do. <laughs> My uh, freshman year homecoming was themed Empire State of Mind. Wild. How many, <laughs> how many people of color went to your high school? <laughs> probably like a dozen. <laughs> no, probably like two dozen. But uh, <laughs> that's he, the song that's playing when Will Smith returns to his mm-hmm. time inexplicably. And, like, it's never explained how he returns. He jumped off that building again. I don't think so. No, we see him jump off the building again sh- very shortly. But that's the song that's playing when he returns to his time. Yes. When they go to eat some pie. Yes. Which I think is a thing in the second movie. 
Speaking of uh, true yeah, or I false, recall that. <laughs> true or false, you probably needed to watch uh, Men in Black 2 first. You said true. I didn't. I didn't recall enough of the first one <laughs> either. <laughs> so yeah. I yeah. think this one's fine. You could see it without seeing the first one. <laughs> yeah, frankly, I don't think you need to watch either of them. And also, if you watch the second movie, it does make this one kind of weird. How so? Um, maybe it's just the first movie. Because one of uh, Kay's main dilemmas in the first movie is that he wants to quit the force and go back and live with the woman that he's been stalking uh, who was his wife before he joined the men in black yeah second movie he starts in that life and then uh will smith brings him back into the men in black and so we just kind of forget all about that woman <laughs> yeah our oh, mind whatever <laughs> Uh, you said that it was false that young Agent K is played by Josh Brolin, that they just use CG technology to de-age Tommy Lee Jones. Thank goodness they did not do that. <laughs> the CGI in this movie is not great. The, pra- the practical stuff is good. It's still as good as it was mm-hmm. in the first one. But that studio really forced them to cut back on cg or like cut back on their practical budget yeah and their cg budget frankly (laughs) which like why make this movie if you're gonna force them to use cg yeah it was not always a very good looking movie Mm -hmm. the i i think that some of the cg looks okay but the green screening for the most part looks very bad like it aged incredibly poorly (laughs) Like when that room opens up in Kay's house. Yeah. That was pretty bad. For me, I'm just thinking of the entire spaceship launch where they're standing on that platform and everything seems to be positioned wrong and the lights are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever Jermaine Clement CG'd. (laughs) (laughs) Some of that looked okay. Most of it. The vehicles and stuff looked good. I still thought those weird bikes looked okay. They were fine, but they didn't make any damn sense <laughs> with the time. <laughs> you have these big hulking iron lung jetpacks. But these incredibly sleek gyrocycles. That are for some reason no longer in use. <laughs> right. Like those seem like they should be standard for every men in black vehicle. Right. And they're don't even get me started on how they're driving those around the entire fucking city and then there's no explanation for <laughs> people getting their mind wiped or when they explicitly state in this movie that the mind wiping technology is not where it needs to be yet. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, true or false uh, okay does a genocide I don't think he does <laughs> that's where you're oh, wrong no, my friend. he did the alien genocide right yeah maybe I should save this for true no I'll just ask you now how did everybody feel about that genocide no one seemed to really care Um, I would say that more people would congratulate him on doing it <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I was, I was yeah. watching the movie and I was like, oh, God, are they going to make him like deal with the repercussions of having committed genocide? Uh, but the whole goal of the movie is make sure Kay does that genocide. Yeah, it's... It was like pretty it became kind of prevalent to me early on in the movie when they had that shootout in the um oh in the chinese restaurant in the chinese restaurant i'm like wow all alien lives are just so expendable <laughs> like they're not even aiming to wound they're just obliterating their bodies mm-hmm. and i i noticed was, something in the chinese restaurant that just kind of hit me kind of hard where i was like compared to the first movie most of the aliens in this movie are non-white. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah. <laughs> That's correct. And I was like, oh. <laughs> the bad ones are all like black or Chinese or Indian, but the good one is white. Yeah. And during that scene too, I was like, oh, so this is the inspiration for that alien cop movie that Will Smith did on Netflix right yeah hell yeah i still haven't seen that please don't make me watch it i know you don't want to i haven't seen it why would i i the amount of will smith movies i've seen is at a healthy amount which i think is like almost none three (laughs) you've seen obviously men in black one and three and i think wild wild west uh the after earth or whatever after earth uh, my next favorite true or false question. Jay watches people kill themselves during the stock market crash of 1929. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazily enough. <laughs> what an insane quote-unquote joke to include in the movie. And I think most people, if they didn't... I th- It goes so quickly. I think... Most people, when they saw that, like, my initial reaction was, oh, there's other men in black jumping off this building. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But then, like, if you aren't really aware of, (laughs) like, the the context clues. Like the newspaper that they flap in front of the screen. Yeah, if you don't connect two and two together, (laughs) it seems fine. But when you do, it's... Wow, <laughs> it's tasteless <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's dark. I like to think that of this movie in theaters, and like seeing thirteen-year-olds who are in their AP US history class just going <laughs> to the to the joke. This movie <laughs> likes to touch on all these heavy topics: police brutality, tar- and racial profiling, mm-hmm. and. They handle it all so glibly. <laughs> like it's like it's nothing. But that's what it took to be a fun movie in the 90s. Or at least the sequel to a fun movie from the 90s. I don't recall the first one having <laughs> any of this. It didn't. If anything, I'd say the social commentary in the first movie probably holds up a little better. Even if it was uh, a lot of Black man do this, white man do this. True. And uh, what, didn't the first one start with like illegal aliens? Yeah. Yeah. It did. Right. And, it, and, and it was like, this is fine. We need to stop doing this. The cops are the bad people in this situation. Yeah. 
Anywho. Uh, anyway, true or false, Andy Warhol is an alien. Our good friend Bill Hader is here playing Andy Warhol. Was It wasn't Bill Hader. Yeah, that was Bill Hader. That was? Yeah. There's so many cameos in this movie. Huh. I didn't recognize him. He didn't look like Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, there when that scene was happening, I'm like, I l- <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I literally thought, I'm like, Bill Hader would be good at this role. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had Bill Hader. <laughs> so you were thinking, this guy's not doing a very good job, but if Bill Hader was here. <laughs> right, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> insane. What an insane train of thought. <laughs> It's like, this guy's fine, but Bill Hader would probably be good. <laughs> Bill Hader would have killed it. Um, and that's Bill... completely honest. I'm not making that. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Uh, but no, Andy Warhol was not an alien. Uh, so actually, you said true that he would be. And I gave you a point, but I shouldn't have done that. Oh, come on. Give baby a little, a little salt. No. A little don't, milk. You don't. You don't get to talk to me like that. You do not get to talk to me that way. Someone's been going to their therapist. <sighs> I really should be. <laughs> I really need to learn how to establish clear boundaries. <laughs> with your po- podcast co-host. With my podcast co-host. <laughs> I just don't think we should, you should be sitting on my lap on this couch. <laughs> True or false, Griffin's got a fucked up head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes he does. You thought that his head would be fucked up in that he would be a two-dimensional man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, his head is, like, concave. (laughs) There's no place where a human brain would go. There's a light where a brain should be, and then the light disappears at one point, and I didn't know what that meant. Uh, there so seemed to be no change. <laughs> the light is the MacGuffin of the movie that he was hiding in his head. And what was was the light? The the net thing? Yeah, that was the net that they needed to deploy. The arc net, I remember that was called. Yeah, I didn't remember what the arc net was, and they didn't do a good job explaining it much throughout <laughs> this movie. And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> The and MacGuffin. then I finally saw it circle the globe, and I was like, oh, it, it's a defense. And then my second thought was, how did no one ever notice that light? <laughs> Night is much brighter now, thanks to the Arknet. <laughs> Still looks like day. Um, So coming out of the main part of the quiz, you have six and a half points. Talking about the screenshots. Do you want to tell me what was in there? If you have it. Uh, let me scroll quickly. We scroll haven't sent past each other the that many pictures lately. Bra game. Um, yeah, so oh, this yeah. was... Uh, Griffin is a fourth dimensional creature. He can see through time and other people can see through time too when they touch him 
Um, you really don't like that as a sci-fi fan, <laughs> do you? <laughs> I don't like the implications. What if someone was going down on Griff? <laughs> <laughs> Surely all they could see is Griffin. Where they would are you? See, lo- where they are would you see, looking? They would see baby Griffin. <laughs> oh no! My wife would have to go to jail. <laughs> Because every night she goes down on a little boy who never learned how to ask, never asked how to, I forget the line. To have a bite of somebody else's food. Uh, So Griffin is showing them the great Mets game. Go Mets. Gotta Uh, go Mets. Let's go Mets. Wes and I are huge Mets fans. Wes, this is. Well known for being a big baseball fan. <laughs> this is like the towards the end of the second act of the movie. Uh, towards the end of the second half, I don't know if I said that. Right. You didn't even um, give a time for this movie. You were just real tired. All you said was they're going. This is the scene where they go back in time. Yeah, it's a Mets. They're game. already back in time. They're looking into the past. The ripple effect looks good. Yeah, I would uh, say it looked good. Yeah, I think it's the best looking uh, effect in the movie. I will say... I will Smith. I will Robot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that this is the point in the movie where I was like, okay, the fact that Griffin's powers are so powerful has leads to a lot of plot <laughs> challenges in this movie like he so the like the first third of the third act is just griffin being like i wouldn't do that no nope. <laughs> i would do this <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> You asked for it, too. You're like, why doesn't he help more? And then I remember you texting me immediately regretting asking for that. Because at first I thought they were just, like, not going to acknowledge the fact that he can help them. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, he then started helping them, like, uh, this is, like, Dex Machina. <laughs> he helps them in a way not dissimilar to that's so raven true except he doesn't have the look or ever call someone you nasty (laughs) (laughs) i really think this movie could have been improved if griffin looked at people more and said you nasty (laughs) raven needs to get back in their nasty Uh, i always forget that there's that uh that Raven House show or whatever. I've heard it's a good reboot. Or not a reboot. It's the same thing as like iCarly. Yeah. I don't know where to watch it. It's, not, it's supposed <laughs> to be on Disney, but it's not on Disney Plus. I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Raven so bad. I want to see her talk to Corey in the house. <laughs> No, no, Ethan. I gotta not, tell you not, No, I know, I know, I know. 
Believe me, I know what Kyle Massey's been up to, and it is not good. <laughs> when I said Corey in the house, I meant Corey in the big house. People have, already, people have surely already made that joke, right? Yeah, I'm positive. I bet you could search it on Twitter and find a thousand tweets making that joke. You just search Corey in the big house. <laughs> just on the Corey in the house subreddit. Uh... Oh, see, this is quite difficult um, because the DS game for Cory in the House is called Cory in the Big House. <laughs> hmm. Uh, evidently, they're <laughs> not trying to shout out a podcast that hasn't shouted me out. There is a Cory in the Big House, the official podcast, <laughs> where four close man friends gather around to put Cory in the house. What does that mean? <laughs> Maybe they're trying to put him in into the House of Representatives. <laughs> okay. Finally, someone to represent Middle America man's true desires of sexual assault. Well, I mean, you live close to Hollywood, right? Yeah. Well, no. What we're doing he out could here represent mostly you. is eating babies in pizza basements. True. I did read that, and I have done it. Why do you think I look so youthful? I'm glowing. Yeah. Consuming the youth. Everyone thinks that I eat their spinal fluid. I eat the whole baby. I waste nothing. <laughs> okay, we gotta speed this up. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's running too long. It's community service, Wesley. Uh, so I give you three points for the screenshot, uh, and I actually do quite like this scene. I find it nice. Uh, One of the better scenes. I like Although I didn't need the part where Will Smith, there's there's too much of Will Smith still being like, this is crazy. Like, he's been on the force for 15 years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, like, he can't be that same character in the first movie. It is, we, it is weird that it feels like Josh Brolin is more experienced than him. Right. <laughs> Like, there's one line where he goes, you're, where Will Smith says, you're a junior agent. I'm in charge here. That's the only time that rank is ever properly pulled in the movie. Wouldn't it have been more interesting in this movie if Josh Brolin played a very insecure K who was just getting his start? Yeah, or if anything and was Will like... Will Smith was the mentor? And then the at the end where... It... Josh yeah, Brolin it would have been much more. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. <laughs> I'm in total agreement. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's get into these Huge bonus mess. questions. And then <laughs> this movie would not have created the Miracle Mets moment. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Wesley, what is Andy Warhol's agent title? This is the open-ended bonus question. <laughs> you i have no idea <laughs> well think about it this way what agent a oh agent so, w oh so close his agent title is agent double a uh. uh multiple choice what kind of alien is griffin <laughs> okay give me a is he a a balchinian b a Tralfamadorian. C. A Chronomian. 
or D, an Arcanon? Okay, I think B and D are actual aliens in this movie. Can you confirm that for me? Um, I can confirm that only one of, or only two of these on this list are in the Men in Black universe, and only one of them is in this movie. I'm going to say D. You are correct. It is okay. D. Arcanan. B. Tralfamadorian uh, is an alien name from something else. Is a different fourth dimensional creature. Do you know what it's from? Movies have fourth, fourth dimensional Ooh. creatures. Here's the thing. It's not a movie. Oh. At least I don't think they've made a movie of it. If they did, it would be insane. This book could likely be taught in any of the schools that you currently work at. And is most certainly in your library. I'll give you five more seconds. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Mm. Yes, okay. Now I I just read that <laughs> book last spring. So. <laughs> <sighs> now I know why it's not a Good book. Good uh, good fourth dimensional consideration in that book. And then finally, true or false, O and K have hooked up. Yes, I think so. <laughs> it Everything seems to imply that they have. <laughs> even though they see their age gap seems to grow as they get older. <laughs> You cannot My... tell me that Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> is roughly the same age as Emma Thompson. <laughs> My man aged like milk. <laughs> They're the same age canonically. <laughs> but one of them turned into a very, very old man. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Wesley, would you rewatch this movie? No, <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I don't need to rewatch the first one. I don't need to watch the third one. I probably won't watch the second one. <laughs> I just have, there's nothing holding me to these movies. <laughs> just, to, just to bring things on a more positive note, <laughs> I would fine. rewatch this movie. I, uh, I like it quite a bit. I think for a movie made 10 years after the original one, this should suck way more than it does. True. And the fact that it comes out being relatively competent is impressive to me. It's pretty competent. It's pretty good storytelling for the most part. Like the story's pretty tight. Um and the pacing's pretty good. It's just it it didn't do much for me, so I'm it's fun. fine. It's it's a it's very much a turn your brain off popcorn movie. Yeah. And there's not enough action in it really to to get you pumped up. Yeah. This this movie definitely feels like it's for fans of the franchise. It it totally is. It gives <laughs> you the fan service you want if you like the franchise and I am a fan of the franchise. So I like it. Uh, I also think that Josh Brolin is a perfect young Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, he does a pretty good job. His accent kind of wanders all over the place, but I think that he does a yeah, good job matching the man. At times, it sounded like uh, his portrayal of George Bush and W. <laughs> <laughs> that track. Should I watch? Is W worth watching? 
no. I rewatched it a couple of years ago, and it is such a bad movie. I used to, <laughs> when I was in middle school and I was like a huge fan of politics, mm-hmm. I watched that movie probably like five or six times. Mm-hmm. Rewatched it recently. Terrible movie. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, and then the most important question for the season, and I consider going back and forth on uh, on on the question, but I th- I think the one that we wrote originally is good. Uh, is this movie better than the first one? Hmm. I would. Hmm. I would say yes. Okay. As someone who isn't a fan of this franchise, I would say this franchise, you can still appreciate the, there's like a lot of uh, nostalgia in this movie that you feel even if you're not a fan of the franchise or have seen the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. I think this story felt tighter Mm -hmm. and more interesting and creative than the first one the first one was a lot of oh will smith is figuring things out like look at that alien (laughs) like it was a lot of that what the heck is that what's going on out there (laughs) take a look at that (laughs) this one still had too much of that (laughs) But it had a lot less of it and felt more like like we could just push that aside and just run with run with it. Um, there was, like I've said throughout this episode, there was plenty of parts where I'm like, they should have taken a second look <laughs> at some of their choices. Um, but uh, otherwise, it felt confident and it was the kind of adventure that... I felt like was missing in the first one. Uh, they were close for me. Uh, I I like the emotional core of this one better. I feel like it's got a little bit more going on. I feel like it has an emotional core. <laughs> yeah, the first one doesn't doesn't have that as much. Because um, I like I like that this movie says at the end of the day these movies are about Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones' relationship, where the first one doesn't really have that or have anything like that right yeah um the first one very feels very much like a buddy cop movie this one feels more like a movie that has found its own footing and can exist in its own niche that it's created Mm -hmm. second movie sucks dick (laughs) <laughs> second movie all talking dog that's 90 percent of what that movie is <laughs> oh now i think i remember <laughs> parts of that from abc family <laughs> commercials. yeah <laughs> sorry i'm just figuring out what to do for dinner yeah no that uh there's a dog that makes a cameo in the first movie and he is basically the third main character of the second one and let me tell you what, he cannot carry a film. <laughs> uh, it's bad. So many Happy Meal toys of that dog. 
Uh, wow. Anyway, your to wrap it up, your point total for this quiz is 11 and a half points. You're after a strong start. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. Deserve more, but... Mm-hmm. You've only got a couple movies to make that up. Let's hope you get exactly the same score on your next three quizzes, and then you don't even have to try during the guest episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back to quiz Ethan on the sequel to his favorite movie, Frozen 2. <laughs> my favorite sequel to my We're back to quiz Ethan on the sequel to his favorite movie, Frozen. It'll be my favorite. Tangle didn't get a sequel, but you know what does? Frozen. When are they going to make Frozone (laughs) 2? There was never never Frozone 1. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Are they so bold? <laughs> the Ethan. one black person in this movie is Samuel L. Jackson. Why haven't you seen this movie and what do you know about it? Uh I haven't seen this movie because I hate the first movie. If anything, I've gone out of my way to make sure I hear almost nothing about this movie, which is very difficult. <laughs> For someone who spends as much time as I do around Disney media. <laughs> um, How many times has Kira seen this movie? Zero. zero? Neither of us have seen it. We wow. hate We hate Frozen. <laughs> it is Disney's biggest push for the most mid <laughs> princess of all time. Sure. I would have taken Brave 2 over Frozen 2. Brave and is I, Pixar, so... Well, she's still technically in the Disney Princess canon, which is kind of weird. No, she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me! Keep the Irish out of my shit! <laughs> I thought she was Scottish. She is Scottish. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm just racist. <laughs> I can't tell the fucking difference. But anyway, what I know happens in this movie... Uh... Elsa's starting to lose her powers or some shit. So they have to go to a faraway land and meet with a new kingdom. And there's uh, there's a there's a magic ice horse. It's probably a Kelpie. I wonder if they actually went with some real mythology. But but gave it the wrong element. <laughs> Um, the mascot for this movie, is, Olaf has to share with this little fire lizard. <laughs> um, the kingdom in the new place in Disney's big push for diversity is one black man. <laughs> uh, who they did not make the villain. I think one of the things I heard about this movie is that there's no villain, but there's also kind of no conflict. (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. What does... Oh, shit. Fuck. (laughs) I moved that one, too. My bonus questions. I have to come up with an opening question. 
Uh, what's Kristoff's whole deal in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm so glad you asked. Frankly, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I think in the first 15 minutes of the movie, he's trying to figure out what it means to be a king. And then they just drop all of that shit and he just kind of follows around and goes, this is crazy the whole time. <laughs> okay. You know, Kristoff shit. <laughs> Ethan, who's the spirit contacting Elsa? <laughs> Um, what I would love for it to be is the spirit for, of their dead sexy father. Uh, but it's not, it's going to be the fucking, (laughs) fucking spirit, spirit of the elemental planes. I remember people trying to say this movie was going to be like explaining Elsa's powers or some shit, but then. No one really got a satisfactory response. Uh, what do the Nathaldra people have in common with Avatar the Last Airbender? Uh, the Nathaldra people... Uh, they are like the Earth Kingdom and they live in a walled city. They also have a secret police that mind wipes anyone <laughs> that dissents from their government. Okay, Frozen 2 up. would have the audacity <laughs> to men in black their own citizens. Okay. New York City really is bossing, say, if you think about it. I have uh, another open-ended question. How big of a role do the uh, trolls play in this <laughs> movie? <laughs> Not Surely none. <laughs> surely none. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> the joke characters, and kind of the best characters from the first <laughs> movie, are not coming back. Oh, wow. All right, multiple they don't, choice. They're not marketable. <laughs> Too ugly. All right, multiple choice. <laughs> they, made them, they made the trolls sexy this time. <laughs> <laughs> clear bulges um big hogs like real <laughs> trolls you know, you know real trolls <laughs> uh multiple choice what is the only thing someone can do when they see no future <laughs> a to follow your heart mm-hmm. b the next right thing C, go into the unknown. Yeah, it's probably that. Or D, it's unclear, but singing doesn't hurt, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's go into the unknown, because that was the big song from this movie, that you cannot escape. I was in a regular store in Japan when this movie came out, and Into the Unknown was played. <laughs> I don't recall like ever really hearing the music from this movie anywhere. Yeah. Not like the first the, one. I was in the equivalent of a Japanese Target. <laughs> and Into the Unknown was playing. Which is not something Anna and Elsa find in the Enchanted Forest. A. Giants. B. A Gecko. C. Their parent ship. Or D, 
Elsa and Anna's cousin who has fire powers. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> I'm going to say D just because I hope that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, that's what the kingdom has with the fucking avatar thing. It's actually the, the four main elements are they, they worship four main elements, but for some reason, one of them is ice this time. <laughs> Obviously, you don't have to go back. Uh, what does Olaf randomly want in this movie? A, true love. <laughs> okay. B, maturity. C, vast wealth. Or D, a castle. Uh, I think... I think Josh wants true love. True love. Wants a lady. I can't believe you didn't call. I I can't believe you didn't call him Josh. They recast him. That's what he did. (laughs) What's the similarity between this movie and the 2007 movie Water Horse: Legend of the Deep? (laughs) (laughs) Ever seen that movie? I have. <laughs> All right, pulling up, pulling up my deep well of water horse knowledge. Really trying to get through this one, huh? <laughs> or your your emotional pull to water horse is just so strong. <laughs> After this, we got to watch Water Horse. <laughs> Too bad there isn't a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Water Horse Returns. The Revenge of Water Horse. <laughs> a there's a water horse. <laughs> B there's there are weirdly Scottish characters. C the plot involves releasing a magical animal. Mm-hmm. Or D, there's a mysterious egg that needs to be hatched. <laughs> I'm going to go with C, freeing a mysterious animal. The egg is not in Water Horse. That's just this movie. <laughs> Everything else is just in Water Horse. <laughs> what did the girls gotta do? They gotta get rid of the damn damn. B, they gotta move Arendelle somewhere else. We're gonna take Arendelle (laughs) and push it somewhere else. C, they gotta stop this evil cousin and her army. Hmm. Or D, they gotta go back in time and stop Grandpa. (laughs) Hope alone, gotta stop Grandpa. (laughs) This is when Disney was starting to get into the idea of generational trauma. (laughs) And fumbling the bag hard. True or false, the hot dad finally gets a solo (laughs) in the movie's flashback. Hope, true. True. I'm a sexy dad. <laughs> I'm too sexy, too for, sexy my for my dad. <laughs> too sexy for my dad. Too sexy for dad. 
<laughs> now, you've never known as Too Sexy for My Shirt is anything other than being sung by Prince Charming in Shrek 2, correct? No, I do that song. Okay, but do you remember the original one, or do you remember... Yeah. I don't believe you. Because I heard, I heard the original Too Sexy for My Shirt, and I was like, this should be sung by Prince Charming. <laughs> Uh, true or false, Sven finally gets to sing in this movie. False. Be fucked up if true. <laughs> uh, true or false, El- Elsa travels like Frozone a couple times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. I want And when it happens, I want to see Frozone's face. Kind of coming a slight overlay in the background. I'm mean, doing a big jawed smile. <laughs> you, that and image. you hear echo through the movie. Where so is my shoes? <laughs> Where? He's, he was yelling so loud you could hear him in the kingdom next to Arendelle. <laughs> when in this movie, when you watch this movie, and you hear picture where is my super suit <laughs> instead okay where is my super suit true or false there are still no people of color in this movie false there's the, there's one it's just the he's gonna be retconned in movies like I was in blackface <laughs> the whole time true or false Olaf recaps the entire first movie Unfortunately, true. And true. We'll do it real fast, though, like Michael Pena and Ant Man too. And true or false, Sven, Elsa, and Olaf all get love interests by the end of this movie. False, absolutely. I know Elsa's <laughs> still single. All right. Because I'm... Disney refuses to make her gay, so they're just making her alone. <laughs> All right, I just sent you the screen grab. <laughs> this is my favorite moment in the movie. <laughs> Ethan, tell me what's going on. <laughs> All right. While I would very much like this to be Kristoff's big number, uh... This is, uh, what we have here is Kristoff in the middle of the woods with Sven behind him. What I can only describe as Christina Aguilera-ing at a (laughs) pinecone. I don't think this is his own big number. I think this will be a slow part in someone else's song that he tries to jump into and then Sven will buck him out of frame because he's no good. (laughs) This is not a movie for the boys. (laughs) Uh, I think this is also the only laugh in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it will be at the beginning of the second act once thing after this 
shit gets serious. <laughs> Olaf fucks. <laughs> he suddenly realizes he can put that carrot somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'll, I'll even be cheering, Josh, Josh, Josh! <laughs> this movie will make me come around on Josh. Here's to our last Josh movie. (laughs) (laughs) Here, here. I haven't told him we're watching Pixels yet. Fuck. But I've seen Pixels. (laughs) (laughs) So you're safe. Oh, but I haven't, but would love to. I've seen Pixels because (laughs) I have a friend who very much loves Kevin Smith movies. Ironically. Yeah, right. Pretty much, like, we saw a trailer for Paul Here comes Blart the boom. Mall the zookeeper. Cop 2. And it was, for some reason, it had, like, a prelude to the trailer in the movie theater. Like, it was Kevin Smith sitting at, like, <laughs> on an armchair. And he... His face, he looked dead, dead tired. <laughs> and he's like, you're about to see the newest trailer to uh, my film, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. It is full of laughs and great physical comedy. Please enjoy. <laughs> like that level of enthusiasm. <laughs> I wonder what it's like for him to feel like he's carrying the torch of Chris Farley. Heavy is the load of the man who is not funny (laughs) carrying this torch. And he knows with every film that he's failing (laughs) to live up to it. He gets farther and farther from Farley's light. Oh wait, which I thought was kind of just fine. We haven't seen a Kevin Smith movie in some time. A Kevin James movie or a Kevin Smith movie? Kevin James. Have I been saying Kevin Smith this whole time? I think I no, have. No, you said, this was the first time you said Kevin Smith. I do think that those two individuals are pretty interchangeable, though. <laughs> yeah, same kind of vibe. but <laughs> Same build. <laughs> but we haven't seen Kevin James in anything recently. Look it up. What's the what's the thing he did most recently? I mean, he could also just be in shit that's not getting promoted because Adam Sandler has disowned him. Is he like? Does he feel so much shame after, uh, like that fuck Kevin show? Oh, first of all, that show's not about him. I'm actually really interested in that show. Uh, it's like, how dare you? He was in Hubie Halloween in 2020. He's keeping his family safe. He's actually very afraid of COVID. And he is acting in a TV show called The Crew on Netflix. I have heard... Wait, no, never mind. I'm thinking of Grand Crew, a show that I actually want to watch. (laughs) Look up the poster for The Crew. There is a guy who looks like a... No, uh, a knockoff Ben Stiller. <laughs> um, I am only seeing the poster for the movie The Crew. Or is that what you're talking about? 
No, it's a Netflix series. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Let me blow this up. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely not been so- Oh, Gary Anthony Williams. No. <laughs> you were just playing King Shark's brother. <laughs> Man's got to eat. He's got to eat, I guess. <sighs> You've been listening to the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The only game show where we wonder what Kevin James is up to. Uh, the current score is Ethan, 0, Wesley, 11.5. Uh, Wesley, I assume we can find this week's movie on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yes. It'd be pretty crazy if we couldn't. Uh, this one's actually theaters only, but it's constantly in theaters. Uh, follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember to look, but don't touch. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Terrible delivery goodbye. of that line. <laughs> I said goodbye. Bye. I've had enough. It was funnier if I would have said it, whatever.